my goodness, it has been an overwhelming week, an overwhelming morning. I just received a voice message from Claudia in Australia, and it brought me to tears. I want so badly to educate and share, and I am now getting messages from individuals from all these different time zones, and I'm trying so hard to spread myself to share, and it gets overwhelming. And I listened to her message, and what saddened me was that she's suffering and going through the pain that I went through, much like I went through the nerve pain, the tension in your neck, and she's trying to release it. And and I'm so happy because she's working on it. And that's what I want you to do, is to work on your fascia. Today is going to get pretty in-depth, and I'm going to look at my notes every now and then. But I want to remind everyone, I was living my life normally. I had issues, endometriosis, heavy periods, all these little things that I just accepted and dealt with. It was after I gave birth, everything was triggered. My body went haywire. My body doesn't handle medications very well. I I can take uh, high doses of things before I get any side effect. Uh, I can pass a drug test while smoking a joint. <laughs> uh, my body just metabolizes things and it's changed. And it started at birth, much like Claudia's. Claudia was born, her clavicle was broken. I was born with a clubbed foot, working to make sure that that foot turned inward properly, caused problems all the way up to my pelvis, which is where my, my main issues are. My main issues are in my pelvis and in my neck. And I told you yesterday about the weight on your shoulders and the pain and pressure. Fascia loads and unloads pressure. Recent research shows that fascia has a much greater significance for health, aches, and the pains that we we previously thought. Fascia accounts for more than a third of the musculoskeletal system. And here we can find a rich presence of sensory nerve receptors. It contributes to almost all communication in the body. And recent research suggests that the fascial network constitutes our richest sensory organ. Now, there's many, many research reports been, that have been published in recent years with the understanding of fascia and of the body as a whole, but it's still in its early stages. So today, I'm going to try to practically and simplify it. I guess Christy, you know, bring it down to my level so I can try to explain it and understand it because it's difficult. And I tried to make heads or tails of the reports, and it's really, really hard. The bottom line is, if you hear someone yelling in the background, it's my, my son. He's gaming. <laughs> now, let me look at, at what I have here. 
Now, the fascia, it's affected by pretty much everything. Our movements, gender, hormones, disease, physical stress, mental stress, sleep, pollution, you name it. It causes the fascia to reorganize. Simply put, one of the most important functions of fascia is to load and unload pressure. That mean that that pretty much means it's supposed to handle everything we are exposed to daily, our fascia. What pressure are you putting on your fascia right now? And what do you do to help your body to help it function properly? I ask you, you have a to-do list. That to-do list, you have to add on another thing for your husband, another thing for your son's school project. Then another little laundry pops up. Oops, you're out of milk. Ah, oh, my neck hurts a little bit, but got to get to the store and get that milk. And then my knee starts to hurt. And then you get another phone call. This bill is due. Your fascia is taking all of that in and constantly reorganizing in order to help you function. And our fascia is not the most studied organ in our body yet. Now, the traditional knowledge for the for many, many years of fascia has been, you know, simple structural support. It means, you know, it attaches and encloses, you know, it separates muscles and organs. It's a connection between the body tissues and protection of organs, the metabolic function and storage of energy, regulation of diffusion of different substances. And, and this, it repairs injuries by forming scar tissue. But now we've got new research of fascia. New research. This is so important. Fascia is responsible for signal transmission and pain conduction via free nerve endings that runs in the fascia. It's responsible for blood, lymphatic, and nerve supply for neighboring structures. Fascia functions the facilitation of sliding of the muscles across each other, the stabilization and balance of the body. Ability to adapt to physiological stress. Responsiveness to the mechanical stress and manipulation. The ability to modify the structure of the fascist through the release of hormones. That's the new research. What was that? What, what, one, two, three, four, five, what? Like eight things in addition to the five things they originally thought How does the body load and unload pressure? It's really not that difficult to understand. If somebody gives you, say, a push on the shoulder, this shoulder is pushed backwards. The other goes forward and back. Hips and legs also follow in like a wave motion. And in this way, the push is distributed over the whole body. It's in the same way that the pressure from a sprained foot will be distributed on the calf, the knee, the thigh, the hip, the back, and the neck. 
the body system to relieve the pressure is rapid, flexible, strong, and global. The whole body is receiving everything is in motion. Theoretically, it really is not entirely easy to understand if you remain in the old model thought process. One such model, think about it, is the leverage model, which looks as the body look, looks at the body as a mechanical system with levers, biomechanics. Simply explained, this means that it's like this. Say that if the movement that lifts an arm is like the movement of like an excavator. The problem is this is a theoretical model and it doesn't correspond to reality. It's not suitable for unicellular organisms. It's, it's not even suitable for animals. And nowadays we know that it's not suitable for humans either. There are new discoveries and they have evoked new insights. There is a model that explains the movement and function of all living organisms from unicellular organisms to quadrupeds and humans. Biotensegrity, and that was coined in the 70s, if I'm correct. And I believe, uh, let me think, he was an orthopedic surgeon, Dr. Dr. Stephen Levin, that's who coined it. Biotensegrity. Dr. Stephen Levin, he was an orthopedic surgeon. The term tensegrity is a contraction of the word tension and integrity. A tensegrity structure is recognized by its distinct set of compression elements. Think of the struts that appear to float within a network of tension cables. It's strong, light in weight, and resilient, yet can change shape with the minimum of effort and automatically return to the same position of stable equilibrium. It's really quite similar to biological structures. And when a body is deformed by an outside force, the strain is distributed over the entire body, not only the local place being deformed, the effect of load for a long time can have the same effect. Simplified, it is a system where hard parts, such as skeletons and soft parts, such as collagen threads, the connective tissue, work together by absorbing, distributing, and releasing pressure and tension. So that is the new way of looking at our fascial system. Are you starting to see the body as something that's alive and not something that is dead? We are now able to notice so many other things. Life is motion. Life is flow. Now there is a lot to this next process that I'm going to go into. And it talks about the cells and things of that nature. And I'm just looking to see if, if we should get into it here. Yeah, might as well. I think we shall. Or is that enough? You know what? Let's do that. 
let's end on the fact of what I was talking about today. Let's absorb all of that. The fact that fascia loads and unloads pressure. The trauma that was caused to my body over the years, the truck running over my foot, putting my legs behind my head, trying to to correct my club foot, my pregnancy, 56 pounds gained, 30 pounds lost in one day, a lot of pressure on my pelvis. I still kept going. I added to my to-do list. I, I would make 25 hours in a 24-hour day. Right now, I am trying to figure out how am I going to handle these interviews I've got coming up, get my son to school, and oh yeah, I sit on the one pair of glasses that I can wear, so now I can't see. All of that affects the fascia, emotionally, physically, structurally. This is part of the reason that you are living in pain. Be like Claudia. I am just thrilled that I got her message and and I'm I'm saddened. Like I said, I cried because she was struggling and accepting that she was working on her fascia because it had stopped working for her. And the doctors just fall on, on, what, just deaf ears. They're not listening. And I hear that from so many people. But to hear her message, it was so similar to mine. All I want to do is help and educate. And it is becoming overwhelming to me. But I'm going to figure it out. And we are going to learn together. I sincerely Thank you for taking the time to join me today. We're going to talk about fascia as a flow tomorrow. Let's take in the fact that you need to maybe go back and relive some bad experiences, whether it be an auto accident, find out how you came into this world, was there trauma done to your body? And now you experience pain in your clavicle because you found out that you were born and your clavicle was broken. I don't know. Look at that. And then look at your to-do list and see how overwhelmed you are. Your fascia is affected. Christy Lynn Hanchi, AWOL Zebra, thank you so much for spending your time with me. Have a lovely day.